this is the latest of a number of incidents that uh, started mainly in 2017, in which his behavior within the ANC's caucus, um, as well as in relation to opposition parties, caused him to be in, in the hot water. And a few times that he was reprimanded or asked to withdraw some of the things he said. Um, so he is a bit of a rebel within the ANC uh, caucus. And he has been, uh, for the wrong reasons, um, now often in the news. So what he's, he's doing now, or what is, uh, is, is slightly different, but it is, it's obviously when you are a member of parliament um, and a member of the ANC's caucus, then uh, there's the expectation that you must abide by the, the, the positions or the opinions or the behavior of the caucus as a whole. And acting against the president of the ANC as well as the national president is obviously, from that perspective, um, is not acceptable for the ANC. Mm-hmm. Now, Dirk says that he's obedient to the constitution and wants to hold the executive to account. So, as a deployee, does he not have a right to act with his conscience in matters involving his party? Strictly speaking, in terms of the con- and constitutionally speaking, yes, he does. Um, but um, that, that's obviously not what politics is about. Politics is not purely about, um, you know, looking at the Constitution and the, the constitutional prescripts. Um, so on the one hand, yes, he is he's doing what he wants to, what he pretends to do. Hmm. But at the same time, it, it's quite well known that he is, uh, he comes from KwaZulu-Natal, and he associates himself very much with those critical of President Ramaphosa in terms of the internal politics of the ANC. So it is understood within the ANC not so much as a, as a step in, in terms of the constitution, but rather in terms of the factional politics within the ANC. Mm, I was going to ask you that right now, because the question then is, does this sound like a man of conviction, or as many observers would say that he was pandering to ANC factional politics by wanting the president of the ANC to appear before Scopa? Yes, well, it is certainly the latter, and uh, it is to some extent in line with uh, you know, some of the other political parties, including the EFF, um, who wants to bring the CR17 campaign into the limelight more and to try to force President Ramaphosa in order to talk and to reveal uh, about the content of his campaign in 2017 and also where he got the money from and who donated it to him and all everything with respect to that. So it, it's in a sense aligned to, to, to that, that component. But obviously what he's not talking about is what the opponents of President Ramaphosa within the ANC, someone like uh, Dr. Lamini Zuma and others, where their money came from. Um, because there's quite a lot of relatively public allegations that a lot of the money that was used for her campaign came from the police, the crime intelligence or other intelligence groups. So it was actually public money that was used. And I think that is what President Ramaphosa was referring to. Now, yesterday we saw now the suspension of Mervyn Dirks, who wanted the president to account. And, of course, we also heard from Lindue Sisulu uh, that she has distanced herself from a statement from President Ramaphosa's office saying that she has apologized. What do you make of that? Well, it becomes a very uh, unfortunate or, I would say, a very difficult situation for her. Um, because, first of all, she did meet President Ramaphosa uh, earlier this week. Um, they did speak about 
the uh, piece that she wrote in, in the media. Um, and according to her statement of last night, the latest one, um, she did sort of refer to the, the, the parts where she just uh, talked about the judges and especially the, the black judges and said that um, those are the, the parts that she would uh, sort of uh, maybe withdraw, if that's the word that I can use. Mm-hmm. Um, but then at the same time, at the end, she says she, she still stands by her the, the piece that she wrote. So what then is it because it clearly becomes a contradiction, you know, that the major part of the article she might apologize for or withdraw, but then at the same time she she presents herself as someone who's, who stands by what she wrote. So I think it's going to cause quite a lot of uh, questions about who to, uh, to, to believe, President Ramaphosa on the one hand, or the version that was the statement issued by the presidency, all in DBC Sulu. And so it's a question about credibility, ultimately. And I think the fact that she's going backwards and forwards um, mm-hmm. with this is, of course, uh, to give much more explanation of what actually happened there. Yes. As the ANC moves towards its elective conference in December, can we expect more of these type of uh, situations uh, uh, coming forward into uh, the public space? Yes, certainly. And I think if we look back at um, similar situations, similar conferences um, and the election campaigns, then certainly we want, we will see that it's still very early. It's about 10 months or 11 months now before the election. So I expect some other candidates emerging, similar sort of political uh, game playing that we will see as well as, uh, you know, Internal issues within the ANC becoming very muddy. Um, so, yes, this is going to be certainly um, some political sort of game planning that, that we are going yes. to see uh, within the ANC, especially given the fact that there is not a very pronounced or strong, obvious candidate standing against mm-hmm. President Ramaphosa at this point.